Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Still an exciting time of the year for sports. Pitchers and catchers report today, and without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on the action, and we have the best place for you to go. My bookie, if you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit at $2,000 right now. You get an extra grand in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV, that's capital BLV, to activate the offer. Once again, that promo code is BLV, capital BLV, to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Bet, win, get paid, MyBookie. Today is Wednesday, February 12th, 2020, and the 1980s are returning in 2020. And what I mean by that is that there are over 8, 9, 10, 80s and 90s rock bands going back out on a tour in 2020 at the exact same time over the summer. I mean, ACDC, who haven't officially announced their return, but there's heavy speculation that they're coming back with a new album and a new tour with Brian Johnson. Guns N' Roses is doing a European tour in the spring, and then they're going on a North America tour starting on July 4th. Motley Crue is uh, touring with Poison and Def Leppard over the summer. Rage Against the Machine is back. They just announced their full uh, tour schedule. We knew that they were going to be performing at Coachella, but now they've announced their full uh, North American tour schedule. Megadeth is going back out on tour. Metallica still needs to finish their tour once James Hetfield returns. We'll talk a little bit about James Hetfield's current state after entering rehab again a few months back back. Ozzy's going back out on tour with Marilyn Manson over the summer. It's going to be a heavy summer for the rock and roll. So let's talk about it on episode 156 presented by Belly Up Sports. You can go follow him on Twitter at Belly Up Sports. We're sponsored by TickPick.com. Use the promo code OSHO10, that's capital O-S-H-O-W-10, for $10 off your next order at TickPick.com. And if you're into banging weights, eating steaks, and sleeping aids, use the promo code OSHO20, that's capital O-S-H-O-W-20, for $20 off your next order at MechaNutritionStore.com. The pot of rock on the OSHO right now. This is episode 156, the pod of 80s rock here in 2020. Remember, pitchers and catchers report for Major League Baseball today. We'll cover that on Friday. But for now, let's talk a little ACDC. They're apparently set to release. Now, this isn't official, but apparently they're set to release their new album this year. And they're going to tour Australia as well in the fall. And they're rumored to be close to announcing a world stadium tour as well. I mean, ACDC is going to apparently include Brian. Johnson, who was forced to leave the band mid-tour nearly four or five years ago to the uh, uh, the loss of hearing, the dangerous level of hearing loss in his ears, and he was eventually replaced by Axl Rose, which was a very pleasant surprise. I don't think a lot of people expected that to be as successful as it was. I mean, Angus Young reportedly said that they were working on an album together at the time. Obviously, right now, um, that's probably not going to come to fruition, unfortunately. I mean, Axl Rose with ACDC, I think, was a mega hit, 
but on Monday, I think it was January 20th of 2020, um, it was Eddie McGuire, who's an Australian radio personality. He said that uh, the possibility of ACDC coming back for a reunion tour um, was almost certain at this point. And about a year and a half ago, it was Brian Johnson and Phil Rudd, the original drummer, along with Angus Young and then uh, Stevie Young. They were uh, photographed outside of Vancouver's warehouse studios out in uh, Vancouver, right outside Canada. And based on the pictures, the assumption here was that ACDC was in the midst of making, or at least planning, another album with Phil Rudd and Brian Johnson both back in the lineup. And ever since ACDC completed uh, their tour in 2014 for the album Rocker Bust, I think that was like three and a half, four years ago at this point, uh, everyone everyone in the band left. I mean, Malcolm Young passed away, unfortunately. Brian Johnson had to leave because of loss of hearing. Phil Rudd, everybody knows he's got his issues. Uh, bassist Cliff Williams left as well. It had many fans wondering whether uh, the original member, Angus Young, the leader of the group, would keep the band going or decide that it was time for ACDC to pack it in and hang it up, you know? And last February, that photo surfaced on social media suggesting that Cliff Williams has also returned to ACDC and will appear on the rumored comeback album, if there is one. And then a September 2018 report from Jam Magazine cited that there was a reliable source inside the ACDC camp saying that it indicated that the band was recording a new LP, which would actually utilize previous unreleased guitar tracks from Malcolm Young and all the songs. And Phil Rudd, who was ousted from ACDC when he was sentenced to eight months of home detention by a New Zealand court in 2015 uh, after pleading guilty to charges of threatening to kill and drug possession. He has appeared on but all of three, I think, ACDC's 18 studio albums, but recently toured in uh, 2014. He did a solo uh, debut and a solo album back in 2014 called Head Job, and it was released. Uh, I think that album was released, and it led indirectly to Phil Rudd's arrest. So with the drummer allegedly, I guess, so angry at a personal assistant uh, on the way over to uh, uh, the record label, it was promoted that he threatened to have the man and his daughter killed, whoever they were. I mean, there's no real other information at the moment to back those claims, but apparently everything's been worked out. Phil Rudd, crazy or not, back with ACDC. Here's actually Eddie McGuire, again, that uh, personality from Australia, saying that that uh, he announced the new ACDC album and tour in 2020, a new album coming either in February or March. And then, of course, they're going back on tour in Australia in uh, November or December. Take a listen. And the mail is very, very strong. Uh, there has been speculation, but my mail is there will be a new album released by ACDC mm. February, March this year, mm. but also that ACDC will be touring Australia October November 2020 and after a lot of work and uh, a lot of uh, technical research <gasps> they have been able to get a hearing aid for Brian Johnson who will be out front and even Phil Rudd might be back in the group either playing percussion or drums Jeez. with Angus so that they've got three of well not the originals but Basically. three of the old timers <laughs> if you like back there they've had a few changes over the journey but Angus out front Brian Johnson lead singing and maybe Phil Rudd 
after his issues that he's had in recent times. And again, that was Eddie McGuire with uh, Triple M Melbourne Radio with his radio show. It's going to be Phil Rudd, Angus Young, and Brian Johnson as, like he said, the three all-timers, maybe not the original three, obviously, Bon Scott, one of the originals. And another original, former ACDC singer Dave Evans, said he will not do a reunion tour uh, in his new interview with Chronica.com. And he said the first time of ACDC was incredible. We were all very young, and of course, it changed my life. Uh, but he said in 1974, Dave Evans moved away from the band and was, of course, replaced by Bon Scott. And the following year, he continued his career in rock at Rabbit, uh, rec- and he recorded two uh, albums. And also, uh, already in the mid-'80s, he formed Dave Evans and the Thunder Down Under, which, yeah, very interesting name, with whom he recorded a tribute album of the band of of the Young Brothers, Malcolm and Angus Young. And during the press conference, uh, Dave Evans said that the rock fans, and especially ACDC fans, would enjoy the evening and actually indicated that if they uh, do not know their music, listening to it will enchant them. That's his word, enchant them, uh, especially for the positive message expressed in the lyrics. And with Brian Johnson's health problems, Evans still does not want to return to the band, uh, as he, of course, enjoys his solo career. He said, I would like to return, but I am not so sure because I enjoy these moments. I live in the present, and I am very busy in Mexico. And Brian Johnson, Angus Young, Bill Rudd, and like I said, Cliff Williams, the bassist as well, are all rumored to reunite for a massive tour in 2020, whether it's in Australia or in the States, uh, along with a new album, could potentially be coming out as early as this month. And uh, though they recorded in 2018, they have yet to release any news. Uh, Angus Young recently dropped a 2020 ACDC tour bombshell, though. He did an interview back in December of 2019, and the interviewer actually asked, ACDC is still one of the loudest bands I've ever seen. Is there a reason for that? And Angus grinned and responded, saying, to keep you awake, I guess. Yes, but even a volume fiend like Ted Nugent doesn't play at the volume he once did. And this was also with Malcolm Young. So this was a few years back, and Malcolm Young said, we're not going to fall into that trap of old age, and we can't get up there and play things like Highway to Hell for those about to rock and the Jack quietly. You got to stay young. And since uh, the Black Crow's manager claimed that ACDC will indeed tour in 2020 in a few weeks, um, that's what he said on the Howard Stern show back in December of 2019. News has been quiet, leading to some very boring posts on acdcfans.net on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, But ACDC fans also said that they're hoping for a tour announcement uh, in the next few weeks. Again, an album may be dropping this month, maybe next month, who knows? But we'll have to wait and see. So ACDC, rumored to come back, Australia, November, December, new album coming out, few weeks. Uh, Another band, obviously, Guns N' Roses. They've been back for a while now. They reunited in 2016 after about a 25-year layoff slash Axl Rose, finally burying the hatchet with Duff McKagan as well. They went on their uh, Not In This Lifetime tour through 2016 through 2018, in 2016 through 2018, and then, of course, now in 2020, going on their second tour. Uh, They just wrapped up playing at the Super Bowl Fest weekend at Miami 
Fan Fest and and Smashing Pumpkins actually is going to be opening up for GNR. The Guns N' Roses have recruited the Smashing Pumpkins to open, I think, six shows, six shows over the summer starting uh, on July 8th. They have a gig in Philadelphia at Citizens Bank Park, and then uh, GNR and Smashing Pumpkins will also share the bill for shows in Detroit, Toronto, Washington, D.C., uh, MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, and then in Boston at Fenway Park. And though that they've never actually been on tour together, I remember during the 2016 tour, I went to a show in Philly, and it was Wolf Mother who actually opened up for GNR. Uh, GNR and Smashing Pumpkins, of course, I think share a very similar story. They both are led by a headstrong at times and uh, cantankerous, if you will, frontman. I mean, Axl Rose and Billy Corgan definitely have their stories in the past, but they've both, uh, their personalities, I guess you can say, led their fellow bandmates to depart and break up at the height of the band's fame, only to, of course, later make amends with them and then reunite for a tour. I mean, Axl Rose reconnected with Slash and Duff, like I said, back in 2016, and they've remained on the road ever since. Meanwhile, Corgan reunited with uh, James Eha and Jimmy Chamberlain in 2018 and went on to record a new album in addition to touring and Gorgian actually expressed his admiration for Axl Rose in a 2017 interview with Joe Rogan he said when I look at Axl Rose I see a free person I love that about Axl Rose I love that he doesn't give two fucks about anything I think that's so fascinating because there are only a few American iconic artists that are truly free and that's what he said on the Joe Rogan experience back in 2017 and by the time that Smashing Pumpkins uh, link up with GNR this summer they may have a new album to promote again. I mean, Corgin recently said that the band is planning to release a double album later this year. He went on to call it uh, as yet uh, what was it, Untitled LP, the first real album since the band's uh, reunion because they uh, quote-unquote hunkered down and made a classic, let's throw it all at the wall and see what happens type of Pumpkins record. And Guns N' Roses have also expressed a desire to record a new album. We've been hearing that for the past few years. We haven't seen it yet. Uh, Slash admitted that he wasn't really sure how or when the band will do so. I mean, of course, Appetite for Destruction will carry them forever, I think. But no one would mind new Guns N' Roses music in this day and age. And remember that tickets actually go on sale. They went on sale starting Friday uh, last week, the 7th. Uh, so Guns N' Roses U.S. Stadium Tour officially on sale now. Get your tickets. They're also going to be in Latin America, the U.K., United Kingdom, and Europe. Before then, they start March 14th, about a month from now, and then it concludes at the end of August at Grizzly Stadium in Montana. Uh, that'll be August 26th. I mean, some of the stadiums that they're checking out, like we mentioned, Citizens Bank Park, Comerica Park, the Rogers Center, Nationals Park, MetLife Stadium, Fenway Park, Target Field, Wrigley Field, T-Mobile Park, uh, Oracle Park in San Francisco, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California. They'll actually be the first band to play in SoFi Stadium, the brand new SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California for the Rams and the Chargers. They'll be the first band to play in there. WrestleMania 37 just announced for SoFi Stadium on March 26th of 2021. So that's interesting. Uh, they're also going to be playing at Raymond James Stadium, Tampa Bay, Florida. This is Guns N' Roses uh, Globe Life Field, which is the 
the new Texas Rangers Stadium, Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, uh, Fargo Dome in Fargo, um, North Dakota. A lot of a lot of stuff coming from Guns and Roses this year. Got to check them out as well. Ozzy and Marilyn Manson, like I mentioned, going on tour. Ozzy, of course, just announcing he's uh, battling Parkinson's disease. This is going to be the la- this is definitely going to be the last go around for him. Everybody says that they're going on their uh, their final farewell tours. I mean, that's just a money grab. I think everybody knows that. Kiss still on their final tour. They have been for the past three years. Uh, but this is it for Ozzy. I think this is it for Ozzy concluding in September of 2020. I think he's going on tour from May to September. This is it for Ozzy Osbourne. And his, of course, his new album coming out next Friday, February 21st, 2020. Ordinary Man. Go check out that single uh, featuring Elton John and Slash. It's a barn burner. It's it's definitely a a hit for Ozzy Osbourne. When when it's all said and done, that song is going to be one of his top hits. And for for it to come out when he was seventy one years old is remarkable for Ozzy Osbourne. So he goes out on tour in May. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Metallica. They're not on tour right now because James Hetfield had to go back into rehab, so they had to stop that tour. I want to give a, a quick update on James Hetfield's current whereabouts. Uh, but first, a quick word from TickPick. Headfield, frontman of Metallica, is out of rehab. He uh, just sat down with Peterson Automotive Museum executive director Terry L. Carges last week for the launch. Uh, uh, it's the relaunch of Reclaimed Rust, the James Headfield collection. And he actually uh, sat down with him to reflect on the early days of Metallica. And he was like in the 80s uh, in Los Angeles, guitar players. Everyone was trying to be Eddie Van Halen, and there were millions of guitar players. Every band, of course, was looking for a singer singer needed singer wanted those were the signs and he said that he sold his guitar sold his amp bought a pa and a mic and all he wanted to do was be a singer that was his next goal and then he met lars told him i'm not gonna play guitar anymore i'm just gonna sing and he was like well we're looking for a guitar player and no one could play the guitar like uh, they needed at the time so they continued with the james headfield playing guitar as well as singing and then they ran into the same problem finding a singer with the sound that they wanted so he's like okay i'll sing well, well we need to find a singer just became out of necessity uh, that there was a need for both a lead guitarist as well as a singer and uh, it was challenging for him to do. He pushed through it. He got a lot of support and a lot of people said that this was cool. You don't need a front man running around. Why don't you just do that? And then he uh, it, it kind of stuck. So people around James Hetfield gave him the confidence to grow into that and here's just a little clip of what he said uh, during his interview with uh, uh, Reclaim Automotive uh, Museum for the relaunch of Reclaim Rust in the James Hetfield collection. Yes, let's do this. They don't say no. <laughs> I love it. 
And that was just him at the exhibit uh, just a few days ago. And, of course, Metallica was on that tour in 2019 before they had to stop halfway through James Hetfield going back into rehab for alcohol abuse. I don't know why he uh, is such enamored with it. I mean, that's what now? At least three times right now. And it was in the statement uh, last year that said Hetfield has struggled with addiction for years on and off and has reentered a, a treatment program. And although that they didn't elaborate that much, Metallica's uh, band members, Lars Ulrich, Kirk Hammond, and then Rob Chirio thanked their uh, and appreciated the fans for understanding and supporting uh, James Hetfield. But he's out. We'll see if Metallica goes back on tour shortly. Another band that's coming out with a new album, according to the Bill Simmons podcast he was on yesterday, Dave Grohl, he announced that the Foo Fighters' new album is ready. And this was Dave Grohl appearing on the Bill Simmons podcast um, today, actually. It was earlier today. Uh, he said that we just finished making uh, or record some of those songs. The best ones happen in 45 minutes. And then there's other songs. There's a riff on the new record I've been working on for about 25 years. The first time I uh, demoed it was in my basement in Seattle. And Grohl also told Bill Simmons that he's working on a documentary on uh, van touring which is something that all bands have done and can relate to. He said back in the day, uh, that's how younger independent bands, the van was uh, the tour bus for the punk rockers in the 1980s. Everyone had a van. That's what Dave Grohl said. And he said, I've, inter I've interviewed everybody, and you'd be surprised. The Beatles toured in a van, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, U2, everybody. And he said his first full-length documentary, Sound City, was released in 2013 and paid tribute to the San Fernandino Valley recording studio that was the location of the number of historical recording sessions, including Nirvana's Nevermind. Remember, Dave Grohl was the drummer for Nirvana. And in 2014, the Foo Fighters actually released a short um, documentary that aired on HBO to coincide with their Sonic Highways album. And their last album was Concrete and Gold. That was released in um, 2017. And you could, uh, of course, listen to Dave Grohl's interview on the Bill Simmons podcast. Um, uh, I'll, I'll play a, a quick uh, snippet here for you announcing the, the the release of the new album coming up shortly i just fell into that documentary thing like i had never uh aspired to be like a director yeah or make movies i love making music videos that's really fun right but those are like silent films it's like slapstick just physical comedy and shit so um so the first documentary i did was this movie called sound city that was a year before and that was a year before and um, not to say making documentaries is easy, but if you have the right uh, if you have the right people, and you have the 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 right intention, <clears throat> then to be able to go and uh, meet your heroes and yeah. talk to them about something that you have in common, um, and then put it all together in you know in like a in, in a three part three act story, um, it could be really inspiring. And all of this stuff, the Sound City thing. And the Sonic Highways thing that was mostly meant to um, humanize music and the process of making it, and so that it will inspire others to do well. And the roots it of it too. <clears throat> well, and I'm sure everybody has their own favorite episodes. I personally thought I thought the Seattle and I thought the DC. Oh, the DC one, dude. Where are you from? I'm from Boston, but right. uh, House, whose podcast you did last year. Yeah. He's and again, you can check out that full interview on the Bill Simmons podcast, available now on all streaming platforms. 
And we were just talking about Metallica, too. You know who else is going back out on tour? That's Megadeth. Uh, Dave Mustaine, the former Metallica uh, bandmate way back in the day. Of course, starting Megadeth kind of to rival Metallica because him, James Hetfield, and Kirk Hammett didn't quite get along. Kirk Hammett taken over for him. And Megadeth and the Lamb God actually just announced a massive co-headlining tour that will take up a large chunk of 2020. So the North American show is also going to feature... Uh, Trivium and In Flames as uh, support for the entire run, those four bands. And this will be Megadeth's first headlining tour in North America since Mustaine was diagnosed with cancer in 2019. Now he's 100% free of the disease. So he's back at the helm of Thrash and he's ready to crush with Megadeth. He said, hello me, I'm back again, better than ever, and coming down to tear you down with Lamb God, Trivium, and In the Flames. That was his quote. So if you want high-octane metal madness, this is the tour for you and uh, Lamb God guitarist Mark Morton actually said that the tour uh, and the world has never needed heavy metal more than it does today uh, top and bottom this this tour delivers and Lamb God has toured with them and been friends with Megadeth all of these uh, for all these years but for all of them to be on the same bill is going to be pretty special and come early and stay late that's what they're saying this is the metal tour of the year and they're also happy to be a part of the biggest real metal tour of the year, the biggest real metal tour of the year, because this tour is the main event and represents heavy metal and the culture that goes with it. This is what Matt Heavey states, uh, Trivium's lead guitarist. He said, we were honored to be asked to join this package. We were actually supposed to take this summer off, but of course we couldn't say no. And after playing shows with all these guys for years, 2020 is going to feel like a kick-ass reunion. And uh, he said, see you on the road, Jester Heads. And uh, tickets are going to go on sale this Friday, February 14th, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, they're going to start in Virginia on June 12th. They're going to be playing uh, in uh, North Carolina, Jersey, Boston, Syracuse, all over the place for this uh, tour that's going to end. The summer tour ends on August 4th, and then they go back on tour on uh, October 2nd. That'll be their uh, their South tour, and that'll end on November 13th in Reno, Nevada. So Megadeth back on tour with Lamb of God. Again, you get those tickets starting February. 14th 10 eastern time of course rage like we mentioned at the beginning of the show rage against the machine returning starting in march they'll be in phoenix on march 30th coachella obviously at the end of april they just announced their whole stadium tour for the u.s that'll conclude in the fall and uh while the majority of the rock and metal community are absolutely like ecstatic so excited that rage against the machine are finally reunited finally returning uh to the stage after almost a decade not everyone is thrilled and not everybody really knows who they are i mean there are a ton of unimpressed teens i know we saw some of the tweets a few weeks back of people not knowing who ozzy osbourne was when he uh, released that uh that single with post malone for his new album there are a bunch of unimpressed teens that have taken to twitter to complain that the band um is actually headlining festivals in the uk with uh, other rappers and other pop stars They, they actually called them goths these teenagers i am not kidding that is not a joke i mean when the festival's twitter account actually posted that rage against the machine would be one of the headlining acts this year the reply section blew up with complaints asking who the band was calling the lineup shite and apparently many of them were hoping that rapper travis scott would be one of the main acts and they're just flat out pissed off that they're getting one of the most popular rock bands of the 1990s instead uh they're not just pissed but they're they're quote-unquote gutted 
perhaps we should uh, send them a massive supply of tissues. And uh, here are some of the tweets. Uh, They'll either make you very disappointed in today's youth or they'll make your day. I mean, one guy said, uh, if you think I am paying upwards of $250 to have goth scream in my ears, you are desperately wrong. Uh, Another person said, sneak peek at the scenes of Randell this year, just a bunch of rappers and LARPers just freaking out. Um, You've made us wait months for this. This is stupid. Um, Rage against the who? Can someone tell me who the fuck this act is? I'm looking to hear Drake or some uh, uh, shot, not some fucking rock band. Well, too bad. Who the fuck is this guy? Another Conor McGregor gif. That one's good. Uh, the other artists are, are not this wank, then I'm dipping. Okay. Or if the other artists are this wank, then I'm dipping. Excuse me. Sorry. My bad. That one's on me. And this goes back to what happened with Ozzy Osbourne after a release of Take What You Want, which is Ozzy and Post Malone and Travis Scott. Uh, (laughs) I mean, Post Malone uh, revealed how the final unexpected collab came to be with Ozzy Osbourne, but many fans online are reportedly just discovering Ozzy Osbourne thanks to Post Malone. And uh, it's honestly a rap rocker, uh, I don't want to say banger, but it's a great song that we've been uh, obsessing over over the past few months. And before we give you the the really disappointing tweets here, we can get you in a good mood by listening uh, to the track, of course, just for a little bit. Okay, now here's where it gets really bad. So people online seem to think that uh, Ozzy Osbourne is an undiscovered artist that Post Malone or Posty, as his fans call him, is shining a light on for the first time. So they're actually taking, um, they're actually talking here about the Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, who the fuck is Ozzy Osbourne? This is why I love Post Malone for shining light on unknown artists. At least they think Ozzy's good, where like nobody really thinks Rage Against the Machine is good. Nobody wants to see that quote unquote shite, but people think Ozzy's good. This is why I love Post Malone for shining a light on unknown artists. I don't know who Ozzy Osbourne is, but he's about to be a huge hit after Post Malone featured him. Imagine being internet famous for not knowing what Google is. That was one of the, that was one of the responses. Um, I mean, metal fans everywhere caught wind of this and had to share it. Uh, this is just a dis- disbelieving that people are actually seeming to have no idea who Ozzy Osbourne is. Another guy said, there's really kids out here asking who Ozzy Osbourne is and saying Post Malone discovered him. This actually hurts. Um, a massive fan of Ozzy Osbourne, I'm saddened and appalled by the un cultured swines that believe Post Malone made Ozzy Osbourne famous. Song's all right, though. And uh, for all the young peeps not knowing who Ozzy Osbourne is, hello, he's the reason for OzFest. Ozzy Osbourne did not give the world Black Sabbath and do every drug known to mankind for five decades for youngins to be disrespecting his presence on a Post Malone song. Another one said, me and an Ozzy fan plays new Post Malone song featuring Ozzy Osbourne. My generation, who's this Ozzy person? And then I, I'm going to head out that SpongeBob uh, meme. And as previously mentioned here, 
Post Malone recently unveiled how the unusual collaboration ended up happening in the first place. He said, Ozzy Osbourne, baby, it was in uh, Utah because I had just gotten off tour. It's good, right? I mean, Ozzy went over to uh, Andrew Watts' house. Watts, of course, the guitarist for uh, Post Malone. And he said, you've talked a lot before. He's a maniac. I said, hey, you know what? Ozzy Osbourne's coming down. We're going to cut it and I'll FaceTime you and uh, you'll let me know what's going on. He said, we talked and it was like a big deal. Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne. I think he's crushed it. I mean, he he was uh, talking to Andrew Watt and Watt was telling Post Malone that he was like, yo, this is my favorite that I've done since, you know, Black Sabbath and since I started my own uh, my own way. I was like, that's huge. I'm honored. Thank you very much. And do you think of people online? Do you think that people online really don't know who Ozzy Osbourne was until he collaborated with Post Malone? Or is it just some solid internet sarcasm? Because uh, you pissed off a lot of 90s fans. Sound off in the comments down below on Apple Podcast. Interested to hear your thoughts about this. But I got nothing else to say regarding uh, those dumbasses. So that'll wrap up episode 156 of The O Show presented by, again, you know who they are, Belly Up Sports. You can follow them at Belly Up Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to use the promo code OSHOW10. That's capital O-S-H-O-W-10 for $10 off your next order using TickPick.com. I don't need to say it. Mecca Nutrition is locked and loaded with creatine complexes like cell swell we got the savage testosterone booster available for just a hundred dollars but if you use the promo code osho 20 that's capital oshow 20 you'll get twenty dollars off making that order eighty dollars go check them out mecca nutrition in bakersfield california or at mecca nutrition store.com and remember to use the promo code blv that's capital blv to get your cash over at mybookie.com hit it hootie Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.